live 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 how's it going Facebook how's it going LinkedIn YouTube and podcast listeners how, how are you you guys I don't forget you guys we're still going to do some exclusive podcasts because I feel like that platform's definitely growing but had a really good day full of energy we did some Latinos in clinical research videos uh interviews and videos uh i did i interviewed uh bridget from hypothesis um haven science club that video dropped earlier on my channel so go check out <coughs> youtube i'm gonna put it on facebook as well hey noemi how's it going and then i just interviewed a very special guest who uh, that video is gonna drop monday uh, but for the youtube premium members it's going to drop early access today as soon as we're done with this live stream uh check out the youtube premium that's something that i just started out this week youtube membership um 9.99 a month and you get early access to the videos you get uh zoom meetings with just like exclusive zoom meetups with me and all the other youtube members um but the the interview i did just now i just wrapped it up super cool story uh, of a global project manager in Canada who immigrated from Nigeria. Now she's a global project manager and she's starting a, she started a group, uh, Nigerians in clinical research. So diversity is not division. I think this is important to, to keep in mind. Increasing diversity doesn't mean increasing division. We don't want to create division. We want to increase diversity. The two are not the same thing, right? So we did a video today on Latinos in clinical research, kind of answering why Latinos in clinical research even exist. Why do, why does black women in clinical research need to exist? Why does Nigerian in clinical research, why does Indian in clinical research need to exist? Middle Easterners in clinical research, where I'm really glad to see all these groups coming out because at the end of the day, it's about increasing diversity. At the end of the day, the FDA said, if you don't have sponsors, if you don't have more minorities in the studies, if, if your study data, the demographics do not represent the demographics of the actual patients who will take this drug, we will not approve it. So this is not like a thing to be woke. This is a real thing that the FDA uh, is mandating and has been pushing really hard. So. Happy Friday. Hope all is well with you guys. Uh, let me know what you guys are doing. Remember, when you are trying to start something new, whether you've been in this space already, whether you're brand new to this space, whether you're a hopeful entrant into this space, it's all about confidence first. All right. Get your mind right. The, it, the confidence is the most important thing. Why is it important? because you're going to get a way more rejection than you are going to get approval or acceptance or whatever the opposite of rejection is. Acceptance, I think. Uh, I believe it's acceptance. Too many videos today. Uh, I think that confidence is increased as your knowledge increases. So, what, what do I mean by knowledge? I don't mean necessarily going to school. Most people who are trying to get in this industry already have plenty of education. You just need 
you all you need is like a bachelor's degree if you want to like guarantee that you have a job in clinical research and your education does not matter just get a bachelor's degree preferably obviously a bachelor's of science but bachelor of arts too it doesn't matter that's plenty enough to get a job at a site level or even an entry level role with a CRO or a sponsor the problem is you're going to have to go through a lot of attempts. You're going to have to showcase your relatable skills. You're going to have to showcase and demonstrate your passion. You're going to have to do that. How do you do that? You go out of your way to network with people. Look at all the groups forming. We got black women in clinical research. We got black men in clinical research. We got Latinos in clinical research. I just interviewed someone who started Nigerians in clinical research. We have Middle Easterners in clinical research. You you have a group for you go network it cost you nothing if you want to pay to network you can do that too you have things like socra like acrp you don't need to get certified by them to network you can just become a member and network that way i think our grassroots approach are better because we're real people and yes we are building organizations but we are What's an organization at the end of the day, especially when they're just starting out? They're really a collective of the core founders. So once the organization gets bigger, it kind of loses a little bit of its original essence in exchange for scalability. So we're, we're in so early with any of these groups I just mentioned, grassroots, that you're not losing any of the essence. It's as close to the heart and the soul as you could possibly get. So network first. You want more clinical research opportunities? Simple thing you gotta do. Talk to more people about clinical research. It's never been easier to do that than in 2021 when you have things like LinkedIn. You have live streams like this. You have things like my YouTube premium membership page. You have Facebook groups. You have Clubhouse. I'm, I'm, I get on a clubhouse like once a week, sometimes twice a week. We have Marjorie who hosts Guru Nation on Monday nights. And then we have Rod Raphael who hosts his room on Thursdays. Occasionally I do one on Friday. So I'm in clubhouse like two times a week on average. I am not seeing the number of people. Like that is not an accurate representation of the emails and texts and direct messages and LinkedIn messages I get from people asking how they can get in, in clinical research. In the clubhouse, maybe there's like 30 people, maybe on a good night we'll have 40 people in one of these rooms, 40. On a, that's like an average, uh, that's like an average email that I get daily, 40 DMs, emails, LinkedIn messages from people who wanna break into research. So that tells me that those rooms should be like 400 people in those rooms. The thing is, people say they want to get into research, but they're not willing to do what it takes to get into research because they're afraid of failure. They're afraid of rejection. So what do they do? They go and go back to school, get a master's degree, maybe get a PhD. You don't need that right now. If you really want that, go get it. Like if you have a true passion for what you're gonna learn or study, go get it. But if it's to get a clinical research job, that's not going to help you get an entry-level clinical research role. Let's go through some of these questions or comments. Munir, 
Hey, Dan, thanks for every live you do. This is very informative for the industry. I appreciate it, Munir, over there watching on YouTube. Uh, where did you get your hat? I got this hat from uh, so Entrepreneur Magazine. Uh, they're based out of Orange County. I actually had a couple meetings with the CEO who runs it. This was three years ago now, pre-COVID, so it feels longer than three years ago, but it was three years ago. We were going to do some CBD type of business together. I was going to bring the clinical research aspect. They were going to handle the marketing. Never worked out. But the guy gave us, like, he gave us, like, 20 of these hats, and I gave them out to the staff and kept one for me. I had to keep the black on black for me. And it's a fitting hat. Did, did you know, little known fact, the Entrepreneur Magazine actually owns, like, they trademarked the term entrepreneur. It's crazy. I didn't even know you could do that. They did that, like, in the 70s. Carla Vera Navas, how's it going? Carla, you know what's up. We got to do a podcast. And Carla... You do know what's up as well. We got to do, where are you? We got to do the uh, the open office hours on Wednesdays. It was so good. It was small room. And I was just telling people, like, these rooms need to be bigger. If you guys really want to get in the industry, or if you already are in the industry, and you want to increase your opportunities, you need to be on Clubhouse because there's people on there that you could talk to about clinical research. You want more things to happen for you in clinical research? Talk to more people about clinical research. The lady I just interviewed who started Nigerians in clinical research, interview drops Monday, early access for YouTube members today. How did she get her job when she immigrated to Canada? Talk to as many people as she could about clinical research. You can do that now from the comfort of your home, sitting on your couch, in your pajamas, on LinkedIn and on Clubhouse and on these live streams and on Facebook all day long if you need to all day long we definitely need to see more people using these tools right because there's no shortage of people emailing me asking how they can break in or how they can move from this career to the next career or study coordinator to CRA and look there's a shortage there's a shortage a hiring shortage in research if you are, if you have relatable skills, transferable skills, and they can see the passion and determination, you will get a job. It may not be the job you want, may not be your dream job. All you gotta do is get your foot in the door, take your other foot and kick the door open. That's when you can see all the opportunities there. Yes, we do. Sandra and Carla, let's do the clubhouse. Look, come on, Carla. Guru Nation's counting on you, Carla. Uh, Hasib, how's it going? Happy Friday. Some really good inspiration there. Thank you so much for your support. Hi, Dan. Thank you. Uh, Tamila, how's it going? Tamila Williams, thank you so much. And uh, Alfredo, very useful talk. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate it. So that's all I got to say. I mean, you can spend the next 10 minutes going through questions. If you've got questions, put them through. I went on my rant. I did the little appetizer you know, let's set the table and see what else you can do. Uh, foot in, Anna says, I got my foot in and working my butt off. Dan, you helped me get here. Thank you so much, Anna. Let's uh, message me. Let's let's see what we can do. Message me. Let's try to do a podcast. I'd like to hear your story because 
getting the foot in the door, that's the hardest part. Now, here's the thing about this industry. If you're truly ambitious, and I get that a lot of people are not, and that's fine, but a lot of the people that message me and follow me are, or at least they say they are, but they are for the most part, then it never ends. Like, your career will not end until you're done. Uh, meaning, there's always going to be opportunities. So even if your job that you have today becomes non-existent in a decade, it's unlikely for most of these jobs, but for some of them it is. Even if your job that you're doing right now in clinical research becomes non-existent in a decade, if you're truly ambitious or at least proactive, you're looking and you can kind of see the future and where things are going. You're going to see the opportunities and you're going to be able to position yourself to ride that next trend and not become irrelevant. And this is why I say it never ends. And it has nothing to do with school, but your learning will never end. If you continuously want more and more out of this industry, and this industry has a lot to offer, it's never going to end. The learning's never going to end. I learned... Uh, two new things in Clubhouse last week. One of them was in the room with Carla. I learned that in Pennsylvania, uh, only the PI can conduct the informed consent, which I wouldn't have known had I not been learning, engaging, networking. The learning never ends, guys. It just continues, it changes form, and the learning brings confidence. Passion allows you to want to learn. Learning builds confidence because you, you gain knowledge, so you're confident. Confidence shows itself in the form of you continuously being resilient, applying, talking to people, putting yourself out there. You know why people are afraid to put themselves out there? Because they can fail, and they're afraid of that. They're afraid of other people seeing them fail, but even worse, they're afraid of themselves seeing themselves fail. This is what it takes, guys. It starts with passion, knowledge, confidence, nonstop resilience, and then being able to foresee things. And then you, you, you can tone, this is your life. You can tune, fine tune your own ambitions. There could be a period of time where you're more ambitious, a period of time where you're less. Nobody's here to judge, that's all you, right? But if you want to get in the industry, you got to do more than what you're doing. If what you're doing has not worked, you got to do more. This is why we have the YouTube premium, people that need the extra motivation. This is why we have the CRA and CRC Academy for people that need everything set up for them as far as the knowledge, the confidence, the internship, the resume. Oh, happy Friday, guys. Anna, yeah, message me, Anna. Um, whenever you can, let's do it. Let's do it, and uh, message me, please, please, please. Thank you, LinkedIn user. Wise words, I appreciate it. I didn't intend to go like that long on a solo diatribe. I am a study startup specialist for one year. I want to jump in as a CRA, but I'm afraid that travel and many follow up is not for me. You talked about being a generalist, but it's safe to evolve in startup. Yeah, so I think you can do remote site monitor as an example. Uh, 
I think the industry is shifting a lot towards in-house CRAs and remote site monitors and trial master file specialists. And even CRAs, I mean, traveling's back to normal now for CRAs, but there's some organizations and some studies where it's going to be less travel for the CRAs. So generalist is good. All I mean by that is have exposure to different elements of the industry so that no matter where the industry pivots or takes off in whatever direction, that you have some exposure, some prior exposure to that. And also, so that's defense. Also, you can, by experimenting with different aspects of the industry, you can figure out what you prefer better. Because if all you've been doing was study startup specialists, you don't even know what else is out there. Maybe you like remote site monitoring better. Maybe you like study coordinator better. Study coordinator don't travel really. They, they travel from their home to the site which is in the same city, usually. Uh, so there's a lot of opportunities. Every failure is a great opportunity. You shouldn't fear at all, right? Fear, fear is different than doubt. I have fears. I think everybody has fear. I think it's what you do with that fear. I think, like, what I've done with that fear is I always try to channel it into, well, what can I control? And then I, it just gives me, like, more energy. Doubt, doubt is really the enemy, not so much the fear. Fear, I think, is normal. Doubt is not normal. Doubt is you messing with yourself. Are these blogs recorded? Yes, they are. LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and the podcast. Let me show the uh, question. Are these blogs recorded? Absolutely. Thank you. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow, comment, share. I always say I can accept failure. Everyone fails at something, but I can't accept not trying. Exactly. Exactly right. Because you know what? Nothing is for not, nothing is guaranteed. So at the end, of, when it's all said and done, think about your future self. Like, did you try or not? Oh, man, I didn't expect to go deep today. Do you have specific program to increase the productivity for junior CRAs, like tips on how to be very organized? No, Munir. There was a guy who did this. His name was Daniel Rigit. I think he got very busy in his job. And I don't know. Maybe he's going to bring it back. But that's a very, very, very specialized training that we don't offer at CRA Academy. Our job our job's hard enough just to get people in the industry. How to be organized as a CRA, that's a different whole different class. Daniel Rigit had a good program. Follow him, maybe he's going to bring it back. Great question, Munir. I agree. It is a great question. I I am a CRA, guys. Uh, I'm a contract CRA in addition to site owner and everything else. So I don't monitor in no, I definitely am not a full-time CRA, but I do I am a contract CRA. I'm not that organized. I'm not the person to teach that class productivity. Matter of fact, this is why I don't even teach our CRA academy. I get involved during the internship, I get involved as a mentor like during the class and definitely during the internship. For the reports, I do the monitoring reports with the interns and the CVs, the resumes. Um, but 
as far as teaching, like we have Tiffany Bennett who teaches our CRA Academy, and we have Monica Quitiva who teaches our CRC Academy. Those are organized people. Uh, Carla, let's get you on Clubhouse again, Carla. What happened? I completely forgot. I fail so many times. The real challenge is getting up again and trying to be successful. And that's that's what life is. These blogs are recorded. Like, subscribe, share, comment, heart. And also, if you want the actual blog, it's on theclinicaltrailsguru.com. But I've been creating so much content. I'm posting things from October. I'm posting videos from October today in June because I'm so far... Like, I've created so much future content, it hasn't been able to keep up with the schedule on the blog. So it's kind of cool because it gets to relive that piece of content, that video that I made in October 2020, gets, like, rebirth in June because they get posted and then Google search engine takes it. So it kind of repurposes the content. But, yeah, we have we do have blogs, theclinicaltrialsguru.com. Hi, Dan. How do I promote my CRO, which can provide all the activities for clinical trial management? you got to reach your target audience. you got to reach the sponsors. you got to put things out there that they want to see, that they want to read. you get to network. you got to be on Clubhouse. You've got to be going to conferences, virtual conferences. you got to go to ASCO. you got to go whatever your therapeutic indication specialty is for the CRO. you got to go to those conferences. You got to talk to more people about what you do. If you want more CRO opportunities, you got to talk to more people about your CRO or CRO in general or related issues to CROs. I can help you. Let's do a clubhouse on this subject. Carla, text me when you want that scheduled. I will schedule it. Text me what day and time, and I'll schedule it on their Guru Nation. I may not remember to be there, but it'll be scheduled and you'll be an admin. Willpower is the key to success. Successful people strive, no matter what they feel, by applying their will to overcome apathy, doubt, or fear. And we should, we should end it with that. That summarizes this. Guys, gals, if there are no other questions, Guru Nation, I want you to have a good weekend. And I want you to do something that you feel like doing. And I want you to do something you don't feel like doing, but you know you have to do. The name of the podcast is Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. We need more subscribers. We need more reviews on there. We need more likes. There's a monarch butterfly that almost flew here. That would have been very poetic. And that's it. And everybody go to latinosinclinicalresearch.com. I'm sending an email blast to that email list on Monday. So go to latinosinclinicalresearch.com right now. Subscribe. On Tuesday, June 9th, we have our monthly Latinos in Clinical Research Zoom meetup. That's a way to network. That's a way to get CRO opportunities. That's a way to engage with the community. Latino, any ethnicities, all backgrounds welcome. Latinos in clinicalresearch.com. 
free monthly Zoom meetup is going to be on Tuesday. Email blast going out Monday. So go to latinosinclinicalresearch.com and subscribe. Thank you guys. Check out the YouTube membership page. I'm going to work really hard to make sure that's that you get your $9.99 worth out of that every month. Ten times that. Thank you guys. I appreciate all the support. Have a good weekend. Catch you later.